0: God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited.
1: Listen now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: This is a podcast from the Bugle. <laughs>
1: It's the middle
2: to distant future. The galaxy is peopled by humans, their sentient faster than light spaceships roaming the space between the stars, each with its own individual personality. Long gone are the days when AI data scraped the dregs of the web for its training information. Now each ship is trained on the human life of a single person, observing them from cradle to grave and then carrying the imprint of their personhood out to the vastness of space. It's a technological version of life after death in a way, except now when Disney Plus has discovered, buried in their old terms and conditions, the simple fact that if you ever signed up for their service, both you and all your descendants' digital imprints are indentured to them for life. You and a small ragged crew of rebel ships are attempting to gather a resistance as Disney copyright strikes your very personalities. What can you use to fight such a multi planetary empire? Only your wits, your ships, the love of your human crews, and the gargle. This Ooh. is the gargle. <laughs> the Sonic Glossy Magazine to the Bugles audio newspaper for a visual world. I'm your host, Alice Fraser, and your guest editors for this week's edition of the magazine are Woo Sayer, uh, Alison Spittle, and Naysayer, Tom Neenan. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> hello how are you both
3: good good Um, you helped me a lot i had quite a dirty uh web camera lens which uh it's it, it that that feels more disgusting than anything else is to have a dirty <laughs> webcam lens but well, we've got through it together i mean i think i'm in focus you're also the first people i've ever spoken to today so my voice is like uh. i can hear it you know i'm like hello um, <laughs> So
2: yeah, it's very nice to, to be to be to be sharing the morning with you. A privilege and a delight. Mm. Thank you. Before we put our hands on each other's shoulders and get into the massage chain that is this week's top stories, let's have a look at the front cover the front cover this week is Ryan Gosling as Ken getting nominated for the Oscar for the Barbie movie a movie about feminism uh, in which both the female director and the female star have posed provocatively in support roles Um, (laughs) is anyone outraged about this I'm not I haven't seen the movie but apparently a lot of people are Um,
3: I'm not outraged I'm not surprised like I did think leaving the cinema that the Ken role was the funniest role and it is a comedy. So like, the funniest person has got nominated. And the other person is America Ferreira, who was in Barbie, but she wasn't Barbie. She was the emotional heart of Barbie. And Barbie is the, is the plastic surrounding. So like the heart and the funniness has got nominated, but not the actual thing that got people into the cinemas to watch it. So I don't think I mind that much. Also, Poor Things. That's my Barbie. An amazing film. <laughs> amazing Mark Ruffalo is in uh, Poor Things and he's he's a better Ken he's just a funny fop he's <laughs> very good very enjoyable
2: <laughs> he's the thinking man's Ken well, I have, I've seen neither of them he's the thinking man's Ken uh,
0: sorry Alice I didn't actually um, hear the question uh, I just found out that me and producer Ped have been nominated for uh, <gasps> oh! some audio awards for this, this podcast we're recording right now Um <laughs> So I'd like to thank, uh, like to thank everyone who voted. That's really, really kind of you.
2: I've never won any awards. <laughs> it
3: must be great to be Ryan Gosling. You get nominated for awards, but you also can be seen as the cool guy. be going, oh, I'm really sad that my colleagues didn't get nominated either. You know. It's just... mm. He wins both ways.
0: Um, I would also... This is a a pet peeve of mine, but uh, because also I think that, you know, this, and I'm not going to delve too much into, you know, different aspects of feminism, but I think there's Mm. a a habit of people to downplay achievements. And I would point out that um, as a producer, Margot Robbie is nominated for her role as a producer of Barbie and that Greta Gerwig is nominated for writing Barbie. So they are both nominated for Oscars, for the Barbie movie and that we should celebrate that but yes not in the main two categories and
2: what is an Oscar mm. but a Ken
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> it's buff it hasn't got a dick I don't know I don't know you need to make a Ken the satirical cartoon this week is an advertising pitch meeting where they're trying to jazz up the image of the old-fashioned bathtub. Uh, one executive says, let's call it an immersive bathing experience. Um, mm. Just because just just I saw someone advertising an immersive bathing experience and it made me really enraged. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's like a fog machine that you put on. Like, you basically, it's like a fog machine that makes your bath feel spooky. I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what I want when I need to wash is a sense of panic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a
0: haunted bathtub.
3: In and out. No, haunted bathtub. no relaxation.
2: <laughs> Do the crevices. Get out. You're gone.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Our top story this week is a man who came back to life. Uh, after the ambulance he was riding in hit a pothole uh, Tom Neenan mm-hmm. you've done unholy experiments on the living and the dead can you yes. unpack this story for us
0: yes certainly so this is a gentleman who I'm going to try and pronounce his name right is it Darshan Singh Bra, Bra uh, Brar B-R-A-R He uh, was pronounced dead and was then uh, taken, was being transported back home where the ambulance hit a pothole and the the subsequent juddering uh, meant that he was revived. It's the kind of cartoon logic that means that, yeah, if if you hit your head and you have memory loss and then you hit it again, then all your memories will return. And then subsequently, if you hit your head again, all your memories disappear again. Um, Or like that joke about the... um, the, the fly that uh, has a heart attack millimetres from the fly zapper and then uh, as it hits the fly zapper, um, its heart restarts <laughs> and actually the fly zapper does the opposite job that it, it needs to uh, so, you know, it, it's wonderful it's a pothole that has um, saved someone's life uh, and actually I'd like to share a, a personal story, uh, which is that my grandfather died in 1980 when he was run over by a Citroen Zara Picasso but he came home 3 years later when he remembered that a Citroen Zara Picasso hadn't been invented in 1980 and that's uh, the first example of someone being saved by a plot hole so hey! um, come on
2: i thought you were going to say he got hit by a Citroen Zara Picasso and came back with all of his eyes on one side of the <laughs> that would be better like a soul fish yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but I want to know basically what the uh, what, what the period that this is so effective I want to know if there are you know if there are hearses being driven over that that pothole and uh and you know people having to like be reimbursed for their funerals because there's knocking on the inside of the coffin um i think that oh this magic God. yeah they, sh- they should see how magic this pothole is uh because it could be this one pothole i don't know could be like lazarus and could be the key to immortality, <laughs> in which case we should fill it in, but the council way <laughs>
3: But it's like it's like um, in Ireland we have these things like holy wells and stuff that's supposed to heal people. It would be amazing if it was a, a pothole that did this, and it, it feels like um, it feels like God is just uh, slapping out the batteries out of the back of the remote control, <laughs> giving it a rub and talking it back in and hoping for the best. You'd feel you'd feel incredible.
2: Mm. I mean, in this scenario, he's an octogenarian uh was on a ventilator for four days and then was pronounced dead and was presumably not being revived for some period of time. So he's still in what we would call a serious uh, condition. So it's sort of like uh, where you've taken the back off the remote and then you have pulled the batteries out and you've blown them and you've got another, whoa. <laughs> half a day. Half a, half a day to get to the shops, you know?
0: It's a band-aid, isn't it? It's a band-aid rather than, he's not running any marathons anytime soon.
3: I dunno though, he is a man, so he is much <laughs> more. <laughs> older. Isn't that what society says? <laughs> you
0: know? Hang on, a man has died. No 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 no. We must uh, we must sort this out immediately.
2: <laughs> he could still marry. Yeah. He could still, he could still win an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Your ad section now? Because you can't be what you can't buy. People are always complaining about mad scientists. Why only scientists? Why not mad bakers, mad accountants, mad dog groomers? It's prejudice. As simple as that. Mental health awareness is important in every industry, not just science. So no matter what your job is, if you're mad, seek a support system of loving friends, get medicated if you need to, make sure you're getting enough sleep, and if you're overwhelmed by the desire to create a human monster from corpse parts using your industry skills, whether it's welding or project management, first try taking a few deep breaths and drinking. Half a glass of water. Yay,
0: that's the most
3: wholesome half a glass of water ever.
2: <laughs> Lovely. You want to sound authoritative, but science is such a drag with all its methodology and rigour. If only there was something like science but without the boring bits. Now there is pseudoscience. Don't let the truth get in the way of your truth. <laughs> and. <laughs> Do you remember when kids used to be kids? No video games, no TikToks, just the great outdoors and creating nuclear reactions using real uranium with the Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab. The Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab for kids. Real uranium, real 50s nostalgia. Remember when men were men and women were women and children were self-made gelatinous mutant freaks self-replicating in your basement? The Gilbert U-238 Atomic Energy Lab. Get yours today. (laughs)
3: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
2: And now it's time for AI Girlfriend Bots news now. And uh, unfortunately, unlike in the olden days when you say, Uh, My girlfriend has a great bot. Uh, It does not mean (laughs) (laughs) that she's endowed in the trunk junk department. (laughs) Apparently, AI girlfriend bots are already flooding... OpenAI's ai's gpt store uh spittle yeah nobody could make a better girlfriend than you if they tried it in a lab can you unpack this story for us
3: oh my lord thank you that genuinely took that as a compliment I was, like, <laughs> I was like i felt like i was 13 again seeking validation I was like oh my god ai chatbots are breaking open ai's uh, usage policy rules right and how they're doing this what i love is like uh one of the first questions you get asked is, what does your dream girlfriend look like, right? Which, uh, as a as a person seeking a girlfriend, you're like, oh, that's a cool question.
2: Next question. What's your deepest, darkest secret? No. I'm not, think... first of all, not at all. It is not a cool question. Because, I Because uh, if you think about the kind of girlfriends you have in dreams, they have way more arms than they should. <laughs> 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 yeah.
3: I <laughs> want... Six
2: arms, two vodges. <laughs> <He never sold. laughs> <laughs> and the face of your year three gym teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who in my case was a man that we called Mr. Muscles but turned out uh, in the end to be Eddie Jones, the coach of the Australian and then UK rugby teams. What? It's just true. Holy He used to be my PE (laughs)
3: teacher. That's amazing. What what I love about the the second question of like, tell us your deepest, darkest secret. Am I on a date or am I getting a personality test from Scientology? (laughs) What is this? You know? Um, But yeah, it's a scary scary kind of glimpse into uh, the way that we are uh, kind of algorithmically toying with people's emotions there's ethics anyway I don't know why you have to create a dream girl um, because you know dream girls are not real girls and they'll just make you frustrated with real people um, you know dream, AI doesn't have childhood trauma AI <laughs> it should I would love that I would love if the AI stopped talking for 10 minutes and they're like are you okay AI and they're like yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm fine <laughs> I'm just going to get angry with you for about 10 minutes and then apologize. <laughs> like,
0: that That is a real relationship. Do we know if this works like all other AI and basically they're, they're ripping off the copyright of all other previous girlfriends that exist online? So... <gasps> oh. that- so, like, if you're if you're a girlfriend who's existed and ex- ever existed online, your your data is being mined like anything. Every time that yeah, you have uh, I, I don't know, you, you've you've looked at another guy in a restaurant or something like that, it's all in there, and you are you are owed copy. You have a copyright claim on any girlfriend that is created by your AI,
3: or like you know the way a lot of AI stuff is is gone very problematic. Do you think your AI girlfriend would be a white supremacist? In 10
2: <laughs> well, I mean, most AI at the mm. moment is being uh, scraped all the data is from like public sources, so you have to think that these AI girlfriends are being trained either on like performative online influencer relationships or yes. Reddit forum questions about whether you're the asshole or not. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, no. so they're either referring to you as this one
0: or you know <laughs> and
3: constantly holding up a ring finger yeah
0: or... <laughs> oh my god permanently in front of a sunset that oh. is just you can never exist outside of that those three minutes where the sun is setting oh god oh
2: that would be amazing
0: that would
3: be amazing. Oh my lord Yeah that that is horrific Alice That is genuinely horrific <laughs> That is the public How do people publicly Perform
2: relationships I'm trying to think of uh... It's either like uh, 70s level My wife uh, tweets mm. about How horrendous <laughs> women are And how much you don't like them <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, it's Andrew Tate trying to train young men Into becoming Horrendous criminals Oh god Oh yes! Oh god! <laughs> oh no! Andrew Tate because Andrew Tate has that
0: mid-Atlantic sort of marble mouth thing going on. He does sound like a slightly scrambled fake uh, sort of accent, doesn't he? Because he sort of how South Wales of speaking, which sort of or, or, or in the middle of the United States. It's very, it's very weird, and he does sound very robotic. So I guess it all maybe he could have an AI girlfriend and actually be happy.
3: Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. just a just a sentient flashlight. Yeah, <laughs> with <wig>. <laughs> So that marble
2: mouth thing that Andrew Tate does is just him gargling the balls of the man he wishes to see could be. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that would be a great uh, that would be a great book title for Andrew Tate. Gargling the balls of the man I wish to be.
0: Well, he might be going back to jail, so we never know what uh... <laughs>
3: That's why I'm speaking so freely. I'm like, yeah,
2: (laughs) that guy.
3: (laughs) I'm not going to Luton. (laughs) I'll be fine. (laughs) Well, actually, I am. I'm gigging there on my tour. Come see Uh. me.
2: I mean, jail is the perfect place for a guy that believes in a framework of alpha and beta masculinity because that's, that theory was built on wolves in captivity and actually doesn't reflect the way that wolves treat each other in the wild or the way that people treat each other in the wild. It's actually basically only suited if you're in jail. <laughs> He's just optimized himself for the best possible outcome.
0: Well, isn't it the thing that if you go to jail, you're meant to punch the sort of the, the most alpha guy in there first day, which if you're Andrew Tate and you think you are the most alpha guy in there, does that mean the first thing you do is walk into the, the, the yard and punch yourself in the face <laughs> until you're unconscious? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, that would be a good self-protection mechanism. This is <laughs> kind of so crazy. That I is am true. not going to touch whatever's going on here with yeah. a stick. Fair enough. now it's time for your reviews each week we ask our guest editors to bring in something to review out of five stars Tom Neenan what have you brought in for us this week
0: Uh, yeah so we were discussing the Oscars uh, yesterday um, when we were recording this they announced the Oscar nominations and I think it's a very I've seen most of the films and I think it's a really good crop of films Mm. um and it's you know it's actually been an incredible year when people keep on talking about the death of uh you know sort of certain media and things and people aren't going to the cinema there's some amazing films here however um i wanted to review each film like i'm a sort of angry 14 year old letterboxd reviewer uh so basically just one <laughs> line that completely dismisses everyone's uh artistic uh endeavors uh, <laughs> so let's go through them um the Holdovers, I don't know what a holdover it has over the critics, I hated it. American yeah. fiction, that sucks, and that's a British fact. Zone of Interest, didn't keep my interest. Barbie, that film was Ken Rubbish. Oppenheimer, <laughs> Stoppenheimer. <laughs> poor Things, poor movie.
3: Oh! <laughs> past
0: Lives, past the sick bag. Anatomy of a Fall, anatomy of me falling out of love with this movie. Maestro, my Strop, Stop again. Killers of the Flower Moon, more like Killers of My Vibe. One star. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, I love all those films. They're all, it's a really good crop of films.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is delightful. Mm. Uh, Alison Spittle, what have you brought in for us this week? I've brought in the experience of uh, a new
3: Chinese takeaway I went to <laughs> in South London called Winner. Uh, an amazing place cash only be prepared Uh, (laughs) but be prepared for an amazing taste experience what i love about winner is that um i don't know what's happened in the past uh but everything is blocked up um (laughs) uh, apart from a a filing cabinet drawer that goes forward that serves you your dinner it's amazing as I like being yeah. in a steampunk kind of it feels like <laughs> feels like buying a chinese takeaway in a dystopian future where <laughs> there's a lot of violence or whatever. And um, and it was an amazing amazing it was one of the best meals I've ever had. It reminded me of I used to work in a chinese uh, takeaway when I was about 15 and it just kind of I think it is no better place if you go to a takeaway and there's a child doing their homework behind the desk it's a good spot for food they are not messing about you're going to have the best meal of your life so five stars for winner in uh,
0: South London I've just googled winner Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks incredible it looks like a betting shop
3: that's what I want
0: <laughs>
3: there that's it what up. I want for my yeah. takeaway is a, a cash economy and yeah
2: like... <laughs> Alison Spittle it is entirely possible that yeah. they randomly assign a good meal and you just got the jackpot if it isn't a betting <laughs> shop maybe you're just playing the pokies here
3: Well, do you know what, Alice? cuz I tried something I've never had before which was a uh, roast chicken chinese style like um cuz mm. why would you buy it? like I, I did it I did it and it was a it was more chick it was it was like oh not only was I eating chicken but it was chicken-y. Everything was so... It was so chicken-filled. I was just like, this is incredible. Genuinely, five stars. It was a beautiful thing. Three prawn crackers, even though this is the other thing so you if you spend 30 quid you get a free bag of prawn crackers right i spent 28 pounds 30p i was under the i was under the limit i didn't expect free prawn crackers i opened a drawer free prawn crackers that woman is a legend do you know what i mean the thankfulness that i have that she gave me free prawn crackers even though i didn't hit the monetary limit it's just uh she'll she'll have my fealty forever i will die for winner I will I probably will.
0: (laughs) Alison, are you saying that you had a winner winner chicken dinner? Oh, buddy.
3: Yes, I did. Yes, I did.
2: (laughs) And I'd do it again, damn it. Our next top story is uh, TikTok tarot. Uh, If you can imagine someone pointing to the top right-hand corner of the screen and saying, the hanged man, and then the top left corner of the screen and then saying, the tower, and then the the bottom left corner of the screen and saying, I don't know any of the other tarot cards. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have a sense of the flavour of this next top story, uh, which is the absolute explosion of online tarot (laughs) reading. Yeah. Yeah Mm. It's an amazing thing Alison Spittle You can see the future Can you unpack this story for us
3: I do I do I do come from um, A big family Of psychics um, we also have diabetes and severe mental health issues as well. I don't know if they're connected, but um, but uh, this is about this is this is an article. It's a really really well written article about uh, about the explosion of um, tarot reading uh, on social media. And they say that like the generation below us isn't that much more into psychics. They're just uh, TikTok. And look, it's like I don't think the generation below us are that much more into putting stuff into tortilla wraps than we are as a nation <laughs> but tiktok has created an algorithm where it really scratches that itch you know? <laughs> so it's it's uh and i i am um, uh these are people that have taken solace from tarot and uh I, I've never really taken solace from tarot just because it was shoved a lot into my face when I was a young uh, teenager. Like, my aunts, any time that they were having a problem in their marriage, they would take out the tarot and read my future. And if I'm being honest with you, a lot of deflection on their part. It was a lot of... It was like, I was 14. I don't need to kick anyone out. I don't know what you're on about.
0: Um,
3: so, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a great interesting article. Um, But, like... The thing is, with me and my my TikTok algorithms, what TikTok offers me is fights in chip shops or fights in pubs. (laughs) now i don't know what i've done to encourage this probably watched it to its bitter end because i'm always like i'm always like how is this gonna end and it's always someone getting head their head kicked in i'm like well i'm glad i followed that through so um yeah i don't i don't go on tiktok that much because the algorithms of what i seem to like scare me i don't like myself as a person with what tiktok offers me what does tiktok offer you tom or like, when you go on it
0: great question uh yeah i was thinking the same it offers me film quizzes some Ooh. fights uh i some often fights get f- good okay yeah <laughs> fights and um there's like and, and stories uh, creepy stories about like people who disappear there and you know because tiktok has those different voices so there's the guy who does that there's like the ai voice which is like a creepy guy going this is a story of two people who went into the woods and never came back yes uh so those kind of things uh, I see a lot of. And yeah, and, and what what used to be called like effing around and finding out, which yeah. seems to be um, people who work in industries that have, in countries with lap safety, uh, who sort of fall into a big grinder and, and die. And that is, uh, I don't like that stuff. It just kind of like, you know, it's the it's the bread and circuses. It's the Rome thing of just going, oh, I can't stop watching. Um oh. And that's why we're all doomed as a species, I guess. But uh, but it is fun.
3: It is fun. I watched one mm. TikTok video where a woman uh, was outside a priest's house. Mm. She knocked on his door and uh, made him get a bible and she swore on it that she didn't f*** anyone else in her relationship and she was calling out her husband and the yeah. priest is just nodding in the back right? <laughs> just, like a like a hype man in a music video just be like yeah she hasn't cheated on you
2: <laughs> for me the generic advice given out by uh, psychics in for example uh, you, you know astrology the- columns in newspapers and also algorithmic predictions of what our will hit the same contrarian button in me, which is that Mm. if I feel that they have any accuracy in predicting Mm. what I will like or what my life will be like, I feel like I need to change shit up real quick because it means that I'm f***ing generic. Yes. Generic advice is suitable mm-hmm. to my life situation. I need to mix things up a bit, man, because I don't <laughs> want to be whatever you think I'm about to be. Um, you yes. want you want a pumpkin spice latte in spring, yeah, like that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep them off. Keep them on their toes. Get the get the stars confused.
0: But like, do you know uh, Alice the gender of your your upcoming child?
2: Yes, it is. A, it is. A, well, I know the sex is. Is it? It is to be a boy.
0: Right. Um, okay. I, at, least, um, at
2: least until it can tell me better.
0: Fair enough. Uh, I was um, because basically, what is an ultrasound? But you know, tarot. But like with a science sheen is all I'm saying. All he's doing is predicting mm-hmm. something that we can't possibly know. There's no way of knowing it, and it makes you feel like you could know it also with sort of you know science and stuff but still you basically had a tarot reading for your child i guess in a in, in a way
3: do you know what's amazing tom is that uh, this year's traitors there's a lady who's an ultrasound operative and a psychic <gasps> like she was like i just want to know either through science or vibes i don't yeah. want any <laughs> i don't want any secrets um she got a uh, spoiler she got knocked out of uh traitors and she didn't find a traitor Uh, Didn't see that coming. No, she didn't have her ultrasound machine. No,
0: (laughs) 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 that's brutal. I've never done tarot, but tarot isn't. How many different cards are there in tarot, and how specific do they get?
2: I think there's nine, but I'm probably wrong.
3: Mm. Nine tarot cards. Oh, that you pull out. Yeah, but there'd be be more in the deck. But Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, is there one which is like if someone turned it over and it was like me falling off a bridge um, into, into water and then being dragged out by wolves and having my legs bitten off. Like, is that could that be a card? And then they're like, so just don't cross a bridge soon? And that kind of thing. <laughs> or is it more abstract?
3: Death. They have one that's literally called <laughs> death. Okay. And they're like, oh no, that's good. That's good actually. <laughs> and you're like, well, it doesn't look good, man. <laughs> no, Don't call it, it death looks, then. Yeah, it's just going to be a change. You're just going to get a change represented
2: by death. <laughs>
0: like,
2: like, change up the card, man. <laughs> if this is your relatives, Alison, it's them saying, you know, that death means you should never let a man tell you that you're not the woman he married. And you're like, I'm not the man. <laughs> exactly. I'm 14. You all think I'm <laughs> I'm gay! I didn't know what you're talking about! And in workers' rights news, now this is the story that the creator economy of freelance artists, narcissistically pursuing their own goals, uh, presumably at least partially funded by their parents, uh, mm. is ready for a workers' movement, according to some sources. Mm. Uh, Tom Neenan, you've got a fistful of hammer and sickle. Can you unpack this story <laughs> for us?
0: Yes. Uh, it seems that a lot of people are slowly waking up to the fact that basically, if you're a content creator and you get billions and billions of views uh it's 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 sort of quite clear what happens and they're all very transparent about it basically all of your views go into say for instance instagram or tiktok uh and then um something happens in a big machine and then they spit out 45p and they go thank you we've made loads of revenue off this and here is your 45p and people have started going hey hang on a second Hang on, we're the ones making your, you know, your platform popular and successful with our terror readings and our uh, videos of people getting chewed up in, a, in an industrial grinder or something. Um, so where's our money? Basically, they can only uh, get sort of more money and more content via deals, uh, which is awful. You know, the fastest way to the bottom, almost as fast as a Maserati, which can go from uh, zero to sixty in naught point two seconds, and uh, really worth your time. Take it for a test drive now, um, and there is special deals <laughs> if you put Ninan one three at the end. So uh, contact your local dealer now. Um, but um but basically yeah but they're realizing that we're doing all this work uh, it's the same thing that happened in the music industry and we're not getting any money for it so now they're going to unionize and i think that is going to be because that union is going to include Logan Paul it's going <laughs> to include Mr Beast it's going to be one of the most chaotic awful uh, unions ever and if they go, if they go on strike would anyone notice would anyone notice that there isn't suddenly a review of or like someone hawking that prime juice or whatever on their on their tiktok Listen, we're all—it's a gig economy. We're all working hard to uh, to sort of, you know, uh, pay the bills. But I am slightly baffled by how they're going to organise because, in my experience, um, these creators are the least organised people ever.
2: Mm. But by definition, this is like trying to get a comedians' union together. They—this mm. is a union that is built of. A contrarians, B uh, scabs, and C, <laughs> like the scum of the earth, willing to stab each other in the back to do a gig for like half as much money as the next. <laughs> it's just so it's not going to work. There's no alliance. There's no affiliation. We're not. We're not. We're
0: not friends.
3: <laughs> no. And it's like it's like like we are of a generation as well of of making content as in like. I remember when I first started doing comedy, going on Facebook was the place that you kind of gathered a group of people that you could maybe tour to. And then Mm. Facebook changed its algorithms and it became just, it became non-existent. Then Twitter has been taken over by Musky Boy. um, (laughs) And the only interactions I have uh, on Twitter is like with porn bots. They're the only, you know, that is my audience now. Mm-hmm. Is ju- juicy <laughs> ass sixty nine or whatever, and um, and like you know TikTok, I haven't got the algorithm sorted, and Instagram and the, like I put up a reel the other day and I got f- like four hundred likes and I'm delighted with that. I've had a friend who uh, is now doing a, a national tour just off the back of, uh, of of a few of a few Instagram videos popping off. So it's just mm-hmm. like it seems like. It it's to because we create content in the live experience or we create content doing uh, podcasts and stuff. What the only thing that we're looking to for um, social media is to like have a place to gather an audience. Mm. and um, why am i being serious on a comedy show <laughs> 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 i could have just went musk's a dick <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it, it it is very interesting because i just think I, uh, nothing is permanent it's made me more buddhist like mm. you know i have friends that have had thousands of fans on uh, twitter and their whole careers were on twitter like that's where they gathered their people and that's gone And it's like the only thing that we have, really, lads, is podcasts and the live experience. And I'm fine with that because I love both. Mm -hmm. But also, (laughs) I don't have the discipline to do small jokes. You know (laughs) what I (laughs) mean?
0: Well, no, it's completely right because what the content thing sort of makes you do is you get one success, you get one thing that goes well, uh, and then that people say, "Do that forever." And Mm. as comedians and as other people, you you want to sort of your dare I say it, guys, artists. And as artists, you don't want to evolve <laughs> rather than going, you did a video where you did a uh, a funny Scottish accent and um, counted to nine. And they're like, well, now that is, you're the Scottish accent counting to nine guy now. That is that is what you do. Um, and so you sort of have to find various, slightly different ways of counting to nine in a Scottish accent uh, in order to keep the algorithm sort of supporting you. Mm. Um, that's no way to live, guys. No one wants to watch that every single time. (laughs) Free yourselves.
3: Or you just put up every interaction you've ever had with an audience. Like, you know, Mm. comedian mishears audience member. (laughs) Um, What did you say? (laughs) Okay.
2: (laughs) I mean, with all these AI-generated comedy specials that are in the the works at the moment, I think that's going to... I think Mm -hmm. the AI is going to get a really weird impression of what comedy is and think that comedy is just... Asking what people's jobs are. <laughs> it's a census. Which, to be it's fair, the sense. girlfriend bot does that too. So, mm. and and do
3: you know what? Some MCs are like, please tell me your deepest darkest secret. I want to mm. get at least a thousand likes on my next video. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a bit of a step back from live in order to do this having two kids thing for a while. So I'm going to yeah. have to figure out how all the online algorithms work if I want to sustain any kind of level of career. Mm-hmm. And I, at, the, at the moment, what I'm vibing is that what I need to do is clips of me destroying a heckler by reading their tarot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Until they have a nervous breakdown and then we get into a physical fight. That yeah. feels like the game, right? <laughs> That's the... That's over- guaranteed.
3: I would pay an OnlyFans account to see you do tarot. Like, so you explain (laughs) it to people. I would set up an OnlyFans account just for tarot and I would, I will be your subscriber.
2: And that brings us to the end of the show. I'm flipping through the ads at the back. Uh, Alison Spittle, have you got anything to plug?
3: Yes, my tour, Soup, starts uh, this Saturday in uh, the Lowry in Salford. I'm going to so many different places. Liverpool, Pocklington, Leek, it finishes in May. Uh, go to my Instagram uh, because that's the place where I keep everything. I'm keeping all the eggs in that basket at the moment, um, and uh, yeah, until I find another social media outlet that uh, <laughs> that will have me. But um, yeah, go to AlisonSpittle.com and uh, there's all the information on the tour. And that's it, really. I'm doing nothing else. I should get my podcast sorted out, uh, but other than that, it's all good.
2: I recommend Soup. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen the show twice. It is so good. I recommend it highly. Um, Tom have you got anything to plug uh,
0: follow me at TP on Instagram um, I don't really post on, on X or on Instagram much but if that, those are the places I'll be putting up things if, uh, if I am sort of up to stuff um, and The Haunting is still available uh, Penguin Book audiobooks if you want to download that um, also, I don't uh, because it, there might be some crossover. Uh, I do a Doctor Who podcast called A Wheezing Groaning Sound, which uh, if you like classic Doctor Who or filth, then uh, then you can listen to that as well. I forget to <laughs> promote that one, but it's a lot of fun to record.
2: Excellent. And if you want to support the Bugle, you can go to thebuglepodcast.com dot com and become a voluntary subscriber. It helps to fund the entire family of Bugle shows, which includes the gargle here. You can find me online at patreon.com slash alicefraser. That is a one stop shop for all of my stand up specials, podcasts, blogs, my weekly writers meetings which will run through my maternity leave. Two writers meetings a week Uh, I've got guest hosts for those writers meetings so they will continue unabated if you want to work on whatever you're working on Uh, The salons will be off for six weeks but go to patreon.com slash alicefraser where you can get my two most recent specials there for free Uh, or go to gofasterstripe.com and look up twist to get my most recent special there for £10, along with the one that I did before that. This is a Bugle podcast and Alice Fraser production. Your executive producer is Chris Skinner. Your editor is Ped Hunter. I will talk to you again next week from your perspective.
0: (laughs) You can listen to other programs from The Bugle, including The Bugle, Catharsis, Tiny Revolutions